0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the PA the Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and thanks so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode. For this episode, I really want to give you some practical and useful tips on things that you can do for cutting back on your impulsive spending. Maybe you have all of a sudden started earning as a brand new PA or other healthcare professional, and you all of a sudden have this income that is way higher than what you have ever experienced before. Or maybe you recently transitioned to a different specialty and are earning a lot more, or maybe you negotiated a raise in your current role. A lot of those income changes can tend to lead to all of a sudden having more impulsive spending. On the other hand, some people's habits and mindset that they have about spending actually lean towards spending impulsively for many, many years. Maybe they started spending money when they started earning income as a teenager and they still find themselves spending impulsively over time well into their adulthood. I have a list of 10 practical strategies that you can implement to help reduce your impulsive spending. Step number one sounds really basic, but it can be a little difficult to get used to if you have never done this before. But the first step is to create a budget. That sounds so simple and easy to do, but it can actually feel very challenging and overwhelming to people. You first want to figure out your monthly income as well as your monthly expenses. Then you need to figure out which part of your budget needs to go to things that are necessities like utility bills, your rent or your mortgage, etc. If you haven't done so yet, go back and listen to episode 27 where I talk about four different types of budgeting methods as well as sinking funds that can be helpful for budgeting for known upcoming expenses. The next tip that I have for you is to identify your triggers. Some people shop or spend money impulsively when they are feeling different emotions. For example, they could be feeling things like they're bored. They could be feeling really stressed out. They could feel really sad or down. And shopping impulsively can make them feel happier and have that quick sense of dopamine. Instead of having this urge to spend money on things that you probably don't need, consider other ways that are healthier to try to help cope with your emotions. Try to really identify the feeling that you're feeling. If it's boredom, consider doing a different activity that is more cost effective or cheaper. Maybe you enjoy reading, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, going for walks or doing other forms of exercise, or simply getting together with a friend. The third tip that I have for you is to set financial goals. And again, this is another one that is so. Much easier said than done. It's ideal to have very specific goals, but also realistic goals. Going back to your budget, if you have an upcoming vacation, travel expense, wedding, upcoming larger known expenses, you can use those as financial goals to try to save money towards utilizing sinking funds. Maybe one of your financial goals is to start and build up an emergency fund. Or open a high yield savings account to have your emergency fund in there. If you're listening to this podcast, maybe one of your goals is to ultimately reach financial independence where work becomes optional. Or maybe you are wanting to work towards an entrepreneurial goal, start or or purchase a business, get into real estate investing. All of these are different types of financial goals. But if you are earning a fair amount of income and don't have any financial goals, then that's where it's tempting to want to spend the money that's burning a hole in your pocket. Another tip that could be helpful for you is if you feel like there is this thing that looks really fun or shiny or like a cool new gadget that you feel like you have to have, consider implementing a 24-hour rule. Try to give yourself a day to really decide, was that something you actually want or need, or... Was it just that you were getting caught up in the moment and you really didn't need to make that purchase? The fifth strategy that I have for you is to avoid temptation. If there are certain emails that you get, if there are certain websites that you visit, certain stores you drive by that are always very tempting for you to spend a lot of money on, try to stay away from those. You can unsubscribe from those emails. You can unfollow those Social media influencers that are always showing you tempting things to purchase. Taking away the temptation can help limit the impulsive spending that you have as well. The next tip that I have for you is to make a list for your shopping and do your best to follow it. And this can go towards grocery shopping or buying clothes or shoes that you need or buying household products. If you do your absolute best to stick to the list that you have, then the amount of extra things that end up in your physical cart or your online cart tends to be lower. The next suggestion that could help you with limiting your spending is to really celebrate and reward yourself when you don't spend. So, for example, are there certain self care things you like to do that are low cost or free? Any places you like to visit, or again, spend time with family or friends and catch up with them? Or maybe you Do spend money on something that is a treat for you, but it's once a week or once a month instead of multiple times a week or multiple times a month. The next recommendation would be to track your spending. And my hope is that we're going to touch a little bit on this during the next podcast episode, where I have a special guest that's going to be joining me to talk about a program that we've been working on together in a community that we've been building. But we've been working with members that used to spend so impulsively. And the physical act of tracking their spending week to week, month to month, and even broken down day to day has really drastically cut back on their monthly spending. Some people like to use digital tools or a spreadsheet. Other people find that they like to write things down on pieces of paper or in a journal. Whichever way works best for you for tracking your spending and keeping tabs on it can be helpful. And that is because when you see where your money is actually going, it can be incredibly eye opening and show you those areas where you are spending a lot of money on things that really don't align with your spending goals. And that leads us into the next suggestion for you. So, the ninth tip is to practice mindfulness when it comes to spending. Every time you're about to spend money or swipe your card or click order on the online shopping cart. Pause and take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, is this something that I truly value? Will me purchasing this item or this experience really add joy to my life, really add value to my life? And this practice helps you to spend truly intentionally versus impulsively. Another thing you could ask yourself is, does this cost seem high, but it will actually help me save time? Are you purchasing back hours and time from your life? For example, some people find that they really like to order meal subscriptions because it helps save them time with grocery shopping and meal prepping, meal planning. Some people find as though they like to pay for lawn care, snow removal, nannies, people who grocery shop or cook for them. There are so many different options out there where you can spend money that is actually serving you and adding value to your life. When you are spending money mindfully and intentionally, you can ask those questions like, do I really need this? And can you actually afford it? Again, I think that brief moment of pausing before you actually purchase something can be really powerful. And then the 10th tip that I have for you for reducing your impulsive spending habits is accountability. And again, in the next podcast episode that I'm planning with having a guest on the show, we're going to talk about how accountability can be incredibly helpful when you are trying to do things like track your spending, figure out where to cut costs, pay off your debt aggressively, and build your wealth and investments aggressively too. Many people feel as though they can do these types of things on their own, but then find that they get overwhelmed or too busy and just keep pushing it off and pushing it off and then really not accomplishing what their goals are and finding themselves in the same place that they were a year ago. If that is you, I hope they are able to tune into the next episode as well. And before I wrap up here, I want to say thank you to all of those who have taken a listen to an episode, downloaded an episode, shared an episode, have left a written review, or rated the podcast on your podcast player. Because recently, PA the way crossed an exciting milestone where it has had over 50,000 downloads for the podcast episodes. So again, thank you so much for your support. It really means the world to me. I also love that people have been reaching out to me through email or through social media with giving your thoughts about some podcasts or Reaching out if they are interested in being on the show or asking questions too. So keep reaching out and saying hi and letting me know if you have any questions or any feedback as well. Thanks again for tuning in and I hope to see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in